I want to help somebody today. Amen. I want to help somebody who's been living in darkness. I do. I really want to help you. Let's look at it together. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3, it says, And even if our gospel is veiled, it is what? It is veiled to those who are what? Perishing. Oh, let me read that one. And even if our gospel is what? Veiled. It is veiled to those who are perishing. In whose case? The God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving so they may so that so that they might not see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. I want to talk about this morning the light of the gospel. The light. The light of the gospel. I'm going to talk about the light of the gospel this week. I'm going to talk about the power of the gospel next week. And then I'm going to talk about the procedure of the gospel. It's amazing that when I look back 15 years from today where my life was. When I look back 20 years to today I was at the point of giving up in life. I had lost my mind, literally. And the last resort for me was a mental hospital. My family, my wife, and my in-laws they did not know what to do with me. We had tried a church. But there was no gospel there. As a matter of fact, the day I walked into the church, I encountered the demons that was in that church that called itself a church. I was demon possessed. I was hearing voices in my head telling me to do this and to do that and go here and go there. I'd given up everything and was walking the street like a madman. Saints, demons are real. And so is the devil. Satan is the God of this world. And he will do whatever it takes to hinder you and I from seeing 
the light. He does not want you to even get a glimpse of the true gospel. I remember 20 years ago this week, because next week I would get saved, how I would sit in despair and torment, how the demons were tormenting me day and night. From cutting on myself to doing just all kinds of crazy stuff. Walking the street at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. This gospel is what he was keeping me from. I remember very vividly how I got here. This week, my wife decided, she said, let's go next week to church. I said, I tried that. Didn't work. That was Satan's attempt to bring a counterfeit. Watch where I'm going with this. You see, sometimes the enemy will put you in the wrong place. Amen. Thinking you got the right thing. And as I said before, if you are not interested in the truth, he will keep you from it. But I, I can remember seeing people happy, living for God, and wondering, why can I get that? I wish I had somebody. There are many people today who are just like me or was just like me or is still like me trying to make sense of their lives. But darkness has them gripped. There's a void inside of some of us. There's an emptiness that you feel every single day of your life. There's a hopelessness that you have embraced so much that it has become part of who you are. There are some who are living the good life. Enjoying the things of this world. They don't have any worry financially. They don't have any uh, problems as we have. But still, there's a void. There's something missing. May I ask you a question today? Is there something missing in your life? You see, there are people in church who still feel empty. There are people who come week after week, month after month, year after year, and still there is a void. Something missing. For many years as a pastor, 
I can't believe sometimes that God took a man like me who did not know where Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, I knew nothing, absolutely zero about the Bible. And some of you grew up in church. Come on, help me now. Went to vacation Bible school. Come on, somebody. Memorize the word and still there's a void. Why is there a void? Why is there still something missing in our lives when we have the greatest thing in the world? Jesus. Things I searched for years. I tried it all. There's nothing I didn't try. To fill this empty space in my heart. The gospel is real. There's a different, and there's a difference in the real gospel versus a false gospel. There are different types of gospel. As I said before, There's the prosperity gospel. There's the health and wealth gospel. There's the positive thinking gospel. There's the hope gospel. (laughs) But there's only one real gospel. And that is the gospel that's birthed through the life, the birth, the life, the death, the burial, the resurrection the ascension, and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Saints, I want to tell you something. The void that you feel, that some of you may feel in your life, those watching, those are here, amen. And and listen, and for those of you who are saved, if you still got a void, you got a problem. Amen. If you're dissatisfied with the journey, then something is wrong. Maybe what you received wasn't the real thing. Are you with me? There are more unsaved people who are in church than they are in the world. Some people come to church so they could feel better about what they've been doing all week long. Because it's tradition, you know. So if I come to church, I don't have to live it. But I could feel better about it because I showed up. Come on, say amen. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Many have heard that Christ died for their sins. But a person who does not believe he's a sinner will not see a need for a savior. Why did he die? He died for you. That even when you were yet a sinner, he died in your place, watch this, because he knew that one day you would need him. May I ask you a question this morning? Do you need a savior? Or do you want a sign? Amen. There are a lot of people who believe more in horoscopes. I'm a Vogel dad. Or I'm a Sagittarius mom. Let me, let, me, let me help you. Let me help you with that real quick. 
that has nothing to do with the gospel. As a matter of fact, everything about horoscopes, amen, is linked into the God of Horace. Yeah, I wish I had somebody. Amen. And, and listen, living as a pagan, living as a person who did not know Christ and being superstitious all my life, I believed in that stuff. I believed that that stuff could save me. And somebody here this morning, I want to help you with something. God wants to save you. Today, I want to show you. I want to, I want to, I want to reveal to you. I want to unveil to you the light of the gospel. The light of the gospel. You see, there's one thing to know the gospel, but the question is, has the light shined in your life? When he says, oh, let your light shine. What does that mean? He's not talking about nothing in you. He's talking about what he put in you. And so when the light of the gospel shines in your life, hallelujah to his holy name, it reveals to you things that only God knows about you. Do I have anybody? The context to this passage is very interesting. What I found out is that Satan, he's a counterfeiter. There's nothing original about Satan. He always imitates God. So he'll open churches. He'll write Bibles. He'll sing songs. He'll have you two-stepping in church. <laughs> Amen. He'll have you doing all kinds of stuff that imitates the real thing. To keep you from the real thing. In other words, he'll give you a substitute. But today, I'm asking you today, has the light shined yet? Paul is dealing with false teachings. These false apostles had come into the church, right? And they were teaching that they were teaching a prosperity gospel. But they were putting Paul down. They're like, he ain't no preacher. All he want to talk about is sin. All he, he want to talk about is forgiveness. And you know, but 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 as a but but as a child of God, you should be better. You should be prosperous. You should, yeah, you should have wealth and money cometh and all that other stuff he was talking about. And Paul said, No, that ain't that ain't how it goes. You see, the one place where the gospel should be preserved, protected, and presented is the very place that Satan comes to try to distort it. Can I ask you a question? Has the light shined in your life? Has the light of the gospel shined in those areas of your life that, watch this, that you know that you need help in? Because it's only the gospel. That can help you. That can heal you. That can restore you. That can deliver you from drugs. That can deliver you from, from all kinds of depravity. Listen, let me tell you something. Listen, I remember this week of my life. Very clearly. Not knowing if I was coming or going. But these men, they looked the part. 
And you got to be careful that you're not falling in love with a personality, but you're falling in love with the person of Jesus Christ. They were more, they were more in love with the preacher. See? Than they were Jesus. Do I have anybody? Watch verse two. Watch what Paul says in verse two. You can tell Paul, you can see the spirit of Paul, right? <laughs> Paul says, but, 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 but we have what? Renounced the things hidden because of shame. Watch this now. Not walking in the, in craftiness. Or adulterating. Lord have mercy. Adulterating what? The word of God. You know what, you know what, you know what that word adulterating, you know what he was saying here? The word means to envelope something. (laughs) To mix it with human tradition. See, saints, 15 years. I thank God that he saved me with a real gospel. With the real gospel. Because what they were doing, they were mixing worldly teachings. They were mixing all kinds of philosophies and, and think well stuff and, you know, all that kind of self-esteem stuff. You know what I mean? They were mixing all kinds of things and presenting it as the gospel. Paul's called him out. He says, you are adulterating the word, man. He says, but by manifestation of what? Truth. Commending ourselves, what? To every man's conscience in the sight of God. The clue here is that they were crafty men. Saints, you got to be careful of crafty people who are trying to teach you a gospel that's not real. You know why a lot of people are in church today and they're still not saved? Because they're not getting the light of the gospel. They're getting a gospel, but not the light. Let me ask you something. How long have you been in church? Have you changed? (laughs) And if you have changed, come on, help me somebody. It means that the light has shined in your life. You don't talk the same. You don't walk the same. You don't think the same. And I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. Watch this. These men were polluting the word of God. And what they were doing, they were taking the gospel and they were enveloping it. They were hiding it. They were mixing it with all kinds of stuff. You got to ask yourself a question. Are you attracted to truth or half truth? You're attracted to the real deal. Some of us say we're real. (laughs) Amen. We say we're real, but we don't want the truth. When men mix the gospel with everything else, they deny those who would receive it an opportunity to be saved. When I went into that church, Amen. Right off a of post oak. And I walked into that church that Sunday morning. And they gave me the wrong gospel. I remained the same. As a matter of fact, I got worse. I got worse. I got up in the church and I went off on everybody in the church. Because the spirit of the devil was there. And I want to say to somebody here today... 
It's been a journey for me. And the reason I'm serious about the Lord and I love him so because he saved me. See, I ain't got time to play with him because I know what it's like to lose my mind. Anybody here ever lost their mind? Uh Do I have anybody here? See, you haven't been down that road. But let me tell you something. Quit playing with him. Quit playing with him because he'll hand you over to some stuff that will cause you to lose your mind. And I thank God that 15 years he's called me to pastor this church. 19 years been preaching. Come on, help me somebody. Come on, help me somebody. And he has not failed me yet because the light shined in my life. I had walked in darkness for so long. The Bible says in the beginning was the word. Come on, somebody. Amen. Watch, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Man, here are a few things you need to remember. Man is blind at birth. Man walk, men walk in darkness. We, the moment we're born, we're born in darkness. We walk in darkness. Darkness is what we do. We're good at it because of Adam's sin. Y'all follow me on that? Now watch this now. Watch where I'm going. The moment you are exposed or even come close to being exposed to the gospel, Satan gets to work. Some of you struggled to get here this morning. The enemy did not want you to come because he does not want you to get closer to the light. The more exposure you get to light, the more you're able to what? See clearly. Now let's watch this together. Watch this. What, so the question is, what is the light of the gospel? Let's look at it. Verse 3 Verse three says, and even if our gospel is veiled. See it? You see it? Even if our gospel is what? If, if it's veiled. That word, that, that word has the idea of being in a cabin, <laughs> covered, concealed. Let me say this. If the gospel wasn't real, why would Satan go through so much trouble to stop you from getting to it? If it wasn't real. Why would they try to kill Jesus? The moment he was born. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Why would they lie about his body being stolen rather than being resurrected? If the gospel wasn't real. Paul says if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are what? Perishing. So the first thing you got to know about the light of the gospel is this. The light of the gospel is hidden. Hidden, 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 hidden from the lost. But look at chapter 3, verse 16. But whenever a person turns to the Lord. Oh, come on, say amen. Whenever a person turns, tell your neighbor it's time to turn. The light is here. He says, whenever you turn to the Lord, 
The veil is taken away. You want to know why you're in church now, Bruce? Because when you turn to the Lord, he took the veil off, man. You want to know why we're in here shouting and you're wondering, what's wrong with these crazy people? Because the veil, tell your neighbor, the veil is taken off. I can shout today because the veil has been taken. Because, listen, I didn't turn to man, I turned to the Lord. And when I turned to him, he took the veil off and I was able to see the light of the gospel. It's hidden. Listen, no, listen, you go out here in the world, you wonder what's going on. These people are crazy, these people are crazy. They ain't crazy, they blind. You see all the depravity that's happening. And Satan, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Watch this. He's, he's, he's hiding it. Why would he go through so much trouble to hide it from us before we were saved? Because he knew you would look like this today. He knew you would be committed to God. He knew you would serve him. He knew that you would be a weapon in his hands. I did not know 20 years ago that this is what God had in mind for me. But before I came to him, I had to get the veil. Not I. The Lord had to take the veil off. Because I was so depressed, discouraged, in darkness. I got some witnesses here who can testify that I was a crazy person. I'm going to say such and such. (laughs) Amen. But watch this. But the veil was taken off because I turned to the Lord. And somebody here today, you need to turn to the Lord so he can lift the veil watch this watch this watch this watch this now watch verse 4 he says in whose case tell you never Satan got a case against you yep he does the God of what let me explain that to you first of all Satan can't create nothing He doesn't have the power to create. All he can create is chaos. All he can do is counterfeit the real thing. But God has given him dominion. That, that's really what the word means. The God of this world, he has been given what? Dominion. And you can give him dominion over your life. The God of this world. Pay attention. Look at this world. Pay attention. What do you see? Death. Disease. Wars. Rage. Racism. Discrimination. Division. Lies. Drugs. Alcohol. COVID-19. Who's responsible for that? The God of this world. And God has given, given him dominion because of sin. He's the God of this world. Watch this. So, 
when you listen to all that rap music, pumping it into your ear, uh-huh, guess what? It's sounding down and it's going in your heart. That's how he gets you. Movies, entertainment, the God of this world knows how to take care of this, the flesh. He wants you to be so flesh driven. He's good at it. I'm going to tell you one time, he's good at it. But watch this. In whose case the God of this world? The next thing is, the light of the gospel is hindered by the devil. The devil. You're wondering, what's wrong with this boy? What's wrong with this girl? What's wrong with me? (laughs) Why do I act like this? Why do I respond like that? It's because the God of this world, the devil, is hindering the light. That's why you got to keep all the windows closed. That's why you got to sleep all day. That's why you have no motivation to get up and do something. Why? Because the devil is stopping the light from coming in. But when you turn to the Lord, he takes the veil first. Before the light can come in, the veil got to come in. The veil got to be removed. Once the veil's been removed, now the light can peek in. But don't think that he's, watch this, don't think that the God of this world is taking it easy on you. Come on, some, somebody know what I'm talking about. He ain't let up yet, has he? He's been trying, huh? he's been working overtime. And guess what? He has demons. And he has, watch this, but remember now, he knows what you like. He knows your color. He knows the shape. He knows the scent. I wish I had somebody. He know you like toes. Amen. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Y'all ain't trying. He know you like feet. He know you like hoofs. He knows all of that. He knows exactly what you like. And guess what he going to do? He going to put that thing right in front of you. Right when you get it. Right when the light's getting ready to come in. Think about it. Is, do you think it's coincidence that when you say you ain't doing such and such, that it just comes freely? Without no watches, without any type of struggle, without any type of nothing. Why? Because the devil, the God of this, this the, it's the devil who's been hoodwinking you. He's the one that's been giving you a wooden nickel. Y'all ain't tell, y'all don't know what to He's the one. The God of what? This world. There's two gods. The God of this world and the God of the Bible. He's a God. Little G. Little G God. But watch this. 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 The God of this world. What does it say next? Has blinded. You know what Satan is good at? Disabilities. Everything he touched breaks. 
He's like this little kid. I always say he's like a little kid. Everything he puts come to destruction. But watch this. He's blinded the what? Tell your neighbor, everything starts in your mind. Now let me tell you what, what, what the word mind here means. First it means understanding. He doesn't want you to understand the gospel. He wants you to think, oh, that's too complicated. I don't understand that. Watch what he says. He says, he's blinded the mind of who? The unbelieving. He's, watch this. When the light of the gospel, watch this, begins to shine, it first begins to shine in your mind, in your understanding. I didn't understand the gospel. So the next thing is this. The light of the gospel, watch this now, can heal. No, 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 no. That ain't, that ain't the right one. That ain't the right one. Go back to my third point. The light of the gospel. What's going on back there? The light of the gospel can heal your what? Sinful mind. Because that's what we have before we're saved. Before we say, all we think about is sex. Not me. The flesh. Depravity. We sit back and binge watch mess. Come on now, come on now, help me now, help me now. Huh? Don't, don't, don't check out on me now. Watch this. How did they? How does the God of this world become so cinematic? Where he get Oscars for depravity? Come on, y'all. What was the name of that thing? With uh, I ain't leave that long. Let me zip it. Think about this. He takes sex and he puts it on the screen and he makes it luscious, delightful. He makes it, he makes it where your flesh is just like, gosh, doubt. Look, look, Javar got hot. He's a, he's a fan. Of he got hot. See, I said luscious. He said, good Lord. <laughs> Pastor, hold on now. We in church now. My mind trying to, I'm trying to stay with you here. I'm trying to stay here. Trying to stay in the sermon. <laughs> he blinds the minds. Listen. Listen to this. Listen to this. When, when the light comes in, you start to see things for what they really are. See, when I got saved, right? When the light, no, no, before I got, the light, when the light came in, I'm like, dang. I'm like, dang, look at me. I messed up. When the light peeks in, you're like, listen, watch this. Sins that you do every day, that is normal to you, but an offense to God becomes convicting. Lord, please heal my mind. Somebody here, you need a healing of the mind. But you need the light to come in to heal it. Listen, if you can't come around other people and have these sexual thoughts, something be wrong. For real. How you doing? And then you thinking, 
You look like a diphthong. Y'all don't know what that is. <laughs> you look like a lollipop. We talking and you looking like me. You look like a lollipop. <laughs> My favorite flavor. Can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> I meant this message to be an evangelistic message, but it looked like it's going somewhere but, but check it out now. In your mind, you're like, man, that ain't my struggle though. But you need a healing of the mind first. Somebody here, your mind need to come under the light. Lord, please heal my mind. I'm going to say you one time. Lord, please heal my mind. Lord, help my mind, Lord. Help my mind, Lord. Because my mind be playing tricks on me. Uh-oh. And get a boy. My mind be playing tricks on me. Why, why my life? Why, why my mind be playing tricks on me? Because Satan got it distorted. See, he's blinded me. How in the world does the devil blind us? The devil is blinding you. You're thinking, man. I'm getting ahead. You ain't getting ahead. You're going backwards because you're not exposed to the light. You're exposed to darkness and you're calling it light. What does a blind person do? They run into things. But he says the God of this world blinds the minds. Of who? Of who? Of who? The unbelieving. So, so Lord, I need you to heal my mind. I keep saying that. The, God, the light of the gospel can do what? It can heal a what kind of mind, though? A sinful mind. See, sometimes we don't do it, we think it. Let me, let me see if I say it. Let me say it in the mind. Sometimes we don't do it, we think it. And you're like, what's wrong with me? I want to think right. I'm struggling to think right. My question is, are you saved? Is the light there? How can you who received the light live in darkness? That's another sermon. See, 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 watch this. Watch this. Watch what he says. He says, so that they might not what? See. I ain't going there yet. So that they might not what? See. Satan does not want you to see that bro for who he is. He doesn't want you to see that person for who they really are. Why? Because the longer you're with them, the more you're going to go down. Oh, so if I can use you, if Satan can use another blind person, watch this, when the light starts shining, you start getting a little glimpse. I didn't know he was so nasty. I go. Man, I just, shoot, I didn't, man, what the? Stuff you put up with when you in the crack house, you wouldn't put up. Listen, when, when the light, when the light came on, when my eyes, when the cataracts came off, 
I started to see myself. I said, Lord, I don't like me. I really don't like me. Yeah. I may put on a whole lot of stuff to look good, but I don't like me. Because I was blind. And you know the one thing about blind people? They walk around, right? Especially ones who think they can see. And they want to tell you, see that? How are you going to tell me you see that when you're blind? The blind leading the... Don't you let nobody lead you off no cliff. Come on, somebody got to wake up. Somebody got to oh, say, God, let me see. Listen, let me see this person for who they are. So the next thing you got to understand is this. The light of the gospel. The light of the gospel can do what? It can heal your eyes. It can heal your eyes. Lord, give me healed eyes. Let me tell you what happened when I accepted Christ. I sat in my office. I had torn down my shrine. We had thrown away all those idols we used to worship. And I sat in that office and I began reading the Bible and it came alive to me. The Lord took the veil off my eyes. He ripped away my cataracts and he let me see again. Somebody here today, I want to tell you something. You've been looking with the wrong eyes. You've got to look with the eyes that the light of the gospel has healed and begin to look at life differently. See, I don't understand why is it in church, right? We always got to preach about hope. You know, hope. Listen, you can see your hope is in the word. So why do I have to come here every Sunday and hope you up? And hype you up when you can see. So the question is, can you really see? I can't be encouraged. I understand I'm encouraged. But can you see? Can you see for yourself? Because when he gives you those eyes, man, you will jump for joy. You will jump for joy because you're like, oh, the God of this world was the one who had me down. But I'm mad at God because mama died. I lost my job. I just got divorced. I lost everything. You mad at God, but really it was the who? It was the devil who caused you to build some stuff on sand. Talking about we shack and we building something together. How can two blind people build a house? And then when a person, see, this is how I come into a house. When I come into a house, right, and, and, and I know it's two blind people, right, the, the, the panes be crooked, drawers be open, clothes everywhere, house a mess, and I'm walking in like, gosh, dog, these some blind people. And I know what I got to give them, the gospel. I'm talking about, I'm talking metaphorically. When I meet you and I look at your life, everything is out of whack. Why? Because you're blind. And the God of this world, who we really need to be, I ain't never seen nobody mad at Satan. As they are with God. Check it out. How many people have you seen, oh, I'm mad at Satan. No, I'm mad at God. 
you mad at God for? He's the one that's trying to open your eyes. <laughs> Satan wants the world and you to remain blind. He wants you to stay blind. Watch this, watch this, watch this. He says, so that you may not see what? The light. Look at it. The light of the gospel. The light of the gospel. Watch this. You ready? Next thing is, the light of the gospel has the power to set you free. Why does Satan keep you from seeing it? Watch this. Some of you come close. You get a little glimpse. And it blinds you. It's not supposed to blind you. It's supposed to set you free. So maybe he's using a counterfeit light. Maybe he's getting you close to it. But but every time he shines, it's not the real thing. See? Why does Satan keep unbelievers from the light? Because he knows how powerful the light of the gospel is. I'm not saying, I'm talking about the light of the gospel. So if the preacher can turn the light on, those of you preacher watching me online, turn the gospel light on. Stop turning everything else on. Turn the light on. So that darkness can leave. Turn the light on. But when you turn on prosperity, when you keep people hoping for something they'll never get, watch this, it's not going to work. When you keep them in new age teaching, when you teach them with secular theories, when you keep them, when you keep mixing the spiritual and twisting it with the world, they will not see. Good works will keep you in darkness. Some people think good works is how they're saved. You're not saved by good works. You're saved by turning to the Lord. Lastly, he says, so that they may not see, so that they may see the light of the gospel. Satan is scared. By, let me just say that. Satan is scared of the light of the gospel. So he goes out of his way. Listen, every time you hear a message, right? When you leave here, you're going to forget it. Just as soon as you get in your car and you put on 102. Soon as you get there. Amen. But what you got to do is you got to stay in the light. Watch this. He says, so that you, so that what? So that you may see the light of the gospel. The what? The glory of what? Christ, who is the image of God. Now, watch this. This is the last piece. The light of the gospel helps you to see. Jesus as God. Important. It's a very important piece. A lot of you know about Jesus, but you don't know him as God. A lot of you think, see Jesus as the son of God. And he is. But he's God. Listen. Why is this important? Jehovah Witness. Church of Christ of Latter-day Saints, uh, Christian scientists, they don't believe that Jesus is God. And if you don't believe that Jesus is God, then you can't be saved. You have to believe that Jesus is God. And when you believe that, 
You don't have to do nothing else. When the light of the gospel shines. Paul says in verse 5, he says, For we do not preach what? Ourselves. But who? Christ. Jesus as Lord. And ourselves as bondservants. Today, the light of the gospel is shining. Can you say that you have seen it? And if you've seen it, it's not a blinding light. It's a healing light. The glory of Christ shining in your heart and mind so that you can be healed from your blindness that the devil has caused for so many years in your life. You've been walking around in darkness and God is saying right now, I'm shining in your life. The speed of light is a vacuum. It is in miles, light travels faster than anything else. In miles, It's 670 million miles per hour. That's how fast light travels. If you could travel at that speed, you could go around the earth 7.5 times in one second. Well, the light of the gospel travels faster. It shines in your heart beyond light speed. When you see the light of the gospel, you will know it. It will shine brightly. It will reveal to you darkness, dysfunction, and despair in your life. The things that you thought were right, but they were wrong. The light of the gospel reveals everything. It will illuminate your heart. It will show you the real you. The light of the gospel will get into places in your life, watch this, in your heart, That has been dark for a long time. The light of the gospel will radiate so brightly. That you will not be able to refuse it. Or resist it. Because the light of the gospel will heal your blindness. It will take the veil off. Your eyes and your mind. So that you can see the true condition of your heart. And be be liberated. It will set you free. From darkness. Forever. The light of the gospel is what you need. And I want to say this to somebody here today. I'm not sure why. I really, I really, I'm I'm still trying to figure it out. But the Lord is speaking to you today. Light and darkness can't exist together. And maybe today you are in a struggle, in a battle between light and darkness, good and evil. And God wants to shine the light into your heart.